Welcome back to another Tennessee Holler Facebook Live. We have two teens for equality and one freeloading baby. Uh, I couldn't unload him in time for the show. It's great to see you guys. This is Jade and Emma. We are TNHoller.com, at the TNHoller on Twitter and Facebook is where you can find us. And they are at, I think, teens underscore for equality on Twitter. Oh, wait. Yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. And on Instagram, it's teens.for.equality. And the- All right. Make sure you get out there and follow them on all the social media because they are not done. They just organized the biggest march Nashville has seen so far for the protests, but they are not done. I just read that they have another one coming up in July that they're putting together. So you guys should be really proud of yourselves. I'm, I'm very excited to talk to you, and I know a lot of people are going to be excited to hear from you. Everybody can comment along in the comments. We can see you, and please share this so that people can meet them, and then also the audio of the podcast will be available uh, the audio will be available on iTunes and anywhere you get your podcasts. All right, so hi guys. I, I just want to hear how when I was a teenager, I'm not going to go too far into that, but I was not organizing protests for good causes when I was a teenager. Let's let's put it that way. How did you all meet? Let's start there. Me and Dan knew each other. Yeah, we already knew each other, but I we both went to this protest on Saturday the week before, um, and I looked up on Twitter other like national protests because I didn't want it just to be one and done, and I found one from this girl Z, which is like she kind of created it, and then I DM'd her, and then I told Emma Rose about it the next time she came came over, and then we all made a group chat on Discord, and then we made a group chat on iMessage, and we just like started planning it out for those five days. So you guys didn't all know each other? No. Okay. And where are you guys all living? Like, where are you talking to me from right now? I'm, I am live in Franklin. My dad lives in Nashville. Yeah, I live in Franklin. Okay. And so Franklin, I mean, I know it's getting, I'm close to Franklin. I'm in Williamson County also. And, you know, Franklin's getting more progressive, I would say, but mm-hmm. it's not there yet. And, you know, I would say most teens are not doing what you're doing. Are you guys outliers when it comes to caring about these issues in Williamson County? Yes, we are very big outliers. Okay. Yeah. I've had a lot of people try and come at me for this, especially at my own school, um, which is Franklin High, which is like predominantly white school. So we've had a lot of hate, but we've had a lot of support too. Yeah. Okay, you're seeing the compliments that you guys are getting. I know everybody's very proud and appreciative of you guys. So, all right, you got the idea, right? You're like, all right, we're going to do something. Where did you start? Like, how do you start organizing a march? I don't even really know how that would, would start. Who? I know you were in contact with Black Lives Matter Nashville. Yeah. yeah. So is that where you started? Yeah, yeah that's kind of where we launched because I kept on DMing them and asking them to support us. And they're obviously an organization that's been like in – like they've had their organization for a long time. They know like how to form these things and how to like help out with these things. And so they repost our story, which made a ton of other people repost it. And since the, since this is like a very, like a very, I guess, I don't know how to say, I guess I would say in trend, but it's not a trend obviously, but it's something that everybody's aware of right now that also really helped. And people were just reposting 
um, our protest flyer, which like really helped us out. Yeah, and I, I honestly don't even know how to start organizing one. We just kind of, you just kind of put it out there and then you go from there. So we don't even really know like what we're doing half the time. <laughs> and, and so at what point, I mean, there had been a couple of other events, but this one exploded. So at what point did you realize, oh, this might be a major ordeal? Like, did you know going into it that it was going to explode like that? Or were you no. like, this could be 20 people. This could be a thousand people. We have no idea. We're just going to show up. Yeah, that's how yeah. it was at first. That's amazing. <laughs> we're like, we have no clue. How many people do you expect? And we're like 800 to a thousand. And that turned out to be 20,000. So it was 20,000, right? Like I heard, uh, oh, sorry. I just added a comment from somebody talking about George Soros. Uh, anyway, you guys can say whatever you want in the comments. It's an open, open book here. So somebody you, from Trinidad is watching and my dad somebody from Trinidad. I'm seeing Idaho I'm I'm seeing all, all over the place here. So you guys showed up. I saw people saying it was 10,000, but I actually think from the pictures, it looked like a lot more than that. 20 seems yeah. about right. So they came out and what, what did you do? Like what, what, what were the events for people who weren't there? How did it go? Um, well, we all started off, we had two tents to the sides of us at the Bicentennial Park Bells. And then we had like a microphone set up in the front and everybody was standing in like the big field that leads up to the bells. If you've ever been there, um, and we just started off with like giving some speeches. I gave safety rules and then we had other people like sending inspiring messages or uh, like poems and stuff. And then um, we just started marching for a while, probably for an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. And then we came back to um, Bicentennial Park bells and we just like said thank you to everybody spread it our message um you know handed out anything we donated uh or handed out anything that was donated to us like water map anything anybody needed that was left over and so yeah that's what we did and where did you march to like did you have a, a plan of where you were going to march or did the six of you start walking and everybody just followed you yeah, um, we were like planning to go to the African American Music Museum first, and then after, like, from there, like, go to um, the Capitol, um, and just kind of like we just like did a, a longer loop, and from the Capitol, we had like a moment of silence and stuff, mm -hmm. uh, and we've like marched past Broadway too, and it started raining at the Capitol, and mm -hmm. so we had to go back to the park. But yeah, that's that's kind of how it went. We just chanted throughout the city and spreaded our message. And what would you say is your message? Like, I, you know, I, I know we're talking about equality and a lot of big things. And I saw you guys at the legislature yesterday getting um, recognized by them in the balcony, although I did notice they didn't let you speak. Uh, but you guys yeah. have been doing a lot of speaking. Uh, what, what, what do you feel like this moment is about from your perspective at your age? Like what, what are the things that are motivating you to do what you're doing? Well, I know I'm motivated because as a person of color, these are things that I experience or like my dad experiences or like my dad's side of the family experiences. Um, so that's the reason it wasn't really um, something that inspired me to do it. It was just something that I had to do. I have to do for like the people who are around me that are suffering for absolutely no reason other than their skin tone. So yeah, that's why I had to. Yeah, like what kind of inspired me to get involved was because like even though I am like I know I'm white, 
it just like really hurt me also because like it just made me upset because my friends um were are people all the people of color and they were being affected by this like this could happen to them you know and like it was just scary to know that like one day like this could be one of my friends one of my friends could be one of those hashtags that people are like using it for and it's just like really hurtful to know that like my some people I consider to be my family are going through this and then I'm not and I never will have to. And, and from your view, you know, we at the Holler and, and a lot of other publications cover what goes on in this state every day. Uh, from your view, do you feel like leadership in the state is listening to the message? Like what's your perspective on leaders in Tennessee, like Governor Lee, who's actually from Williamson County and, and people like that. Do you feel like leadership in Tennessee is being responsive to the people? Um, no, there are a few state representatives who were very, very nice to us. Like Parkinson, he was a really good support to us, mm -hmm. but I know our governor is um, not to get political or controversial here, but he has not been supportive at all whatsoever. And like, they like learned about the Capitol just want to talk to him. And like, if he was a responsive person, if he did care about the movement, he would have gone and talked to them by now and he would have uh, done something. He would have cha uh, t taken steps to change the system, but it's like, he's kind of refusing to do that. Right, I would tend to agree with that. Okay, so I mentioned that you're not done. Tell us a little bit about what is coming up for you guys. What do you have planned? How do you plan on, on staying involved? And I, I think there's something coming up in July, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, we are having a July 4th protest because we don't want to celebrate the country we're in right now. And then we have these pride bracelets that we're selling that are for different people in the LGBTQIA community or allies. Um, we're just selling them to donate the profits to 70% of the profits to the LGBTQIA young people, like organizations to help the young LGBTQIA um, people, uh, especially locally, because we know that they are also discriminated against. So those are two of our bigger plans. And then we have um, one more thing that Emrose can talk about. Yeah, um, July 4th, we like are like actually planning a protest and there we're going to have like something such as voter registration. And we are planning to like maybe have a stopping a checkpoint at the legislative plaza so we can write in chalk all up and down the road and like maybe put some picture frames where people can um, like a memorial for people who have been killed by police, um, you know, cold blood, with uh, like people can donate, like drop off flowers, pictures, teddy bears, um, stuff like that, and like notes or anything they want to like uh, to do. And then we also have something planned for Daniel Hambrick and Chuck Reese Clemens. They are two Nashville men who were shot by police. And if you want like to like know more information about that, you can. But we are like planning to do something uh, such as a candlelit vigil and paper lantern um, thing, just like the day before Daniel Hambrick his um, murderer's trial, and not the legislative pause on I think June twenty first. Also, to anybody who is hating in the comments, we are fifteen, and you sound really dumb. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are saying, please stop. Like, wait, you want us to stop protesting? And I'm sorry, about? but I'm not going to stop protesting for my own rights. Yeah, I'm not even sorry. Like, I'm, I'm going to keep on fighting for my 
for people, the POC and the black community. So I love that. I, I think people your age are a lot less afraid to take on the haters and ignore them, which is yeah. perfect. That's part of the good part of growing up with social media as a part of your lives. You just get used to ignoring things. Yeah, we don't uh, care anymore. Yeah, yeah don't, li don't. don't listen to the haters, says Ken Wilson. I completely Thank agree with you. you. Uh, so, but I do want some advice from you guys because I can tell when you're of age, you're going to be voting. But many young people don't. The people who are already of age don't vote. You know, they they basically tell people who are running for office, don't even bother with young people. They don't vote, and that becomes a self perpetuating cycle because when young people don't vote then they get candidates and representatives that they think don't care about what they have to say. And then they don't vote. And it's just one thing after the other, it's a cycle. So if people would start voting candidates and people in office would realize, Oh, I have to pay attention to young people. And then they would change how they feel. And suddenly you'd feel more represented. So mm -hmm. from your perspective, how do we break that cycle? What do people in office who are, who are running for office need to start doing to appeal to y'all. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be like policy stuff, but you know, what are you looking for in representatives? It just, is it someone that's authentic? That's themselves that cares about what you care about? What do you, what do you think? Um, uh, I just think I'm looking for somebody who's for the people and not just for the government or the systems. Um, because we've obviously seen a lot of people who don't really care about our own communities and local people who are struggling, whether it be, Actually, I, I don't want to get controversial, but I'm just looking for uh, somebody who cares about the people and is at least a little sympathetic to us because they have to realize that they are, they were us, they are us, they need to help us, and they need to fix things. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, and like also like for me, um, like I know like a lot of people like are looking for someone who's accepting, who um advocates for all not just to a certain group of people because a lot of people who are in office right now are advocating to people who are part of the white community are people who are assist and stuff and um i think it's important that someone for someone who advocates for all and also someone in the comments they i'm sorry feel free to go at them hey look this hey, is a um, forum you, you not, can address them he, he he said, "Here, my friends. I'm not your friend." I'm not your um, friend. <laughs> about Al Alvin. I'm yeah. sorry, but if you've seen videos of blood during these protests, it's police who are doing, I'm, I can assure you that it's probably from the police. And second of all, uh, in the most respectful way possible, I have seen. Actually, no, no, no. If you've seen bloody videos of protests, I've seen bloody videos of black people dying innocently due to cops. And you can't really compare the two because it genuinely hurts to see it. So either educate yourself or leave because we really just don't care. You guys, you guys need your own yeah. show, I've decided. Uh, by the way, just to address Alvin and Mary Cup, who keep saying these things, you know, okay, yes, maybe there are some videos of people doing things they shouldn't be doing. None of that erases this movement, on. the purpose of what's going on here. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, but both sidesism. None of that matters. Like, there is real problems with our system. It's systematic. We need to make real change. We have an opportunity to do that. And standing in the gap for police brutality, if that's what you want to do, like go ahead and do that. But I, I'm personally proud of 
what these people are doing. And I, and I hope you guys keep going because it's really, really important. And the sooner y'all take over, the better off this country is going to be. I mean, that's, that's why these people who back this stuff are so afraid is because they know it's inevitable that as things progress, as you guys gain more and more power, they are going to be out and things are going to have to change. And so you represent a threat to them. And that's why people are in the comments saying that stuff. Uh, tell people how they can help what you're doing. Um, they can help us by following us and just supporting us from the sidelines, mm-hmm. donating if they want to Venmo or um, donating, donating where? Don't uh, we have a Venmo? Uh, we have the posted code on our Instagram um, that they can just scan or like look up our user, and they can follow us. They can repost some of the things we post, uh, especially our movements. They can talk to their family and fr- what we really want the most is not just support for us, but support for the entire mm-hmm. Black community. Um, and starting off by having uncomfortable conversations with your family if they have different views with you on the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, If they're against it, talk to them about it, educate them, be as respectful as you can because sometimes they aren't willing to listen and then do that with your friends, do that with your community, your state, and then we can change the country. That's kind of my main thing. That sounds good. Emma Rose, do you have anything to add to that? Um, I was thinking about my head, but I kind of forgot what the question was. (laughs) I was just saying, how can people help and where where should they go to help you? I'm just saying if you can come to the protest, um, that's not only helping us, but it's also helping every single, every minority, like people of color, you know, um, get justice and fight for change. Um, you know, so just like coming out to protest. Right. Um, not It doesn't have to be ours, just coming in general. And, you know, just... Yeah, I, I think that's true. I think there's something really powerful about just showing up with your body in the space. We saw that yesterday. I was there when you guys were there at the Capitol last night when uh, before 21 people were arrested last night. It was a really peaceful protest. But what was so powerful and so effective was just how many people were just there. And I think just being there is really important. It shows that people really care about these issues. And so I appreciate that people are showing up. I'm glad you guys are doing what you're doing. Uh, I would like to ask you guys to stay in touch with us at the holler. Let us know when we can help. You know, we have people who watch this. I know who care a lot about you guys. So if you have things that you want to help us to promote or, you know, whatever, if you even want to go live on the holler, whatever you want to do, let us know. This is, I hope you'll see this as a platform that you guys can use. And I really appreciate what you're doing. So thanks for coming on here. Uh, Alvin, thank you for joining us. Uh, hopefully one day you will see the light and realize that you're fighting the wrong fight and these two and their friends are fighting the right fight. And so I appreciate what y'all are doing. Teens for Equality, follow them at the TN Holler on Twitter and Facebook. Do you guys have anything you want to say to people at the end here as my um, son starts to lose it? Can I say one thing to Alvin? Whatever. Alvin, I know that you're just begging for attention from us. But if you do believe in God, you have to realize that he would be on our side. He is a Middle Eastern man. He is on it our side. It was said in the Bible that he had brass-colored skin, which is obviously brown like me. He would be fighting with us. Um, he always fights for the, the underdogs. He tries to help the people. And I just think that you need to reread the Bible, realize that he says, love thy neighbor. I don't even really – I'm not even really a religious person, but I know that – 
he does say, love thy neighbor. God says, love thy neighbor. And if you're not going to support us or respect us, then you're not supporting your own beliefs, your own religion. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had something to say, but I forgot. Um, so just, like, thank you guys for having us. And, like, that's this platform. And, of course, like, we'll stay in touch. And, um, I mean, I'll say something. Oh, uh, yeah, today um, they're ruling about um, yeah. the actual courthouse. I think it, which, where is it? Um, the city council. City council, the, uh, council hall. Here, let me go ahead and well find it because I know what they're doing. They're they're deciding our national budget today, which is yeah, either if we're gonna put money back into the communities or not. And uh, people are gonna show up at the Capitol later today at five. Actually, that's pretty it's, soon. Um, um, and we might go. So, okay. Well, uh, if you sorry, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, if you do go, definitely, you know, let us know and. We'll, yeah. we'll monitor your feeds for, for posts and stuff like that. Emma Rose, you have something else? Yeah, it's at uh, number one, like one public square in Nashville, Tennessee. So I don't, I think it's at the city council. Yeah, it's right by the courthouse. That's yeah. by over oh, by the right, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's by like the courthouse at city council at uh, one public square in Nashville, Tennessee, and everyone's meeting at five, and they're voting at six. So if you guys can come out and show up for your community and show up for everybody, Please do. Yeah. Okay. Show up. Follow them. TNHoller.com at the TNHoller. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And thank you, guys. Stay in touch. All right. Oh, Take okay, care. Bye. Bye. Thank you. See you. Bye-bye.